You're listening to The Nancy Gaines Show. The goal of this podcast is to help business owners be successful and gain the advantage. Nancy has helped some of today's top Fortune 500 companies across a wide spectrum of industries work through their toughest challenges. She can help you too. So if you can't find the solutions you need, there are no more books to read or workshops to attend. The Nancy Gaines Show can be the difference between your success and failure. And now your host, Nancy Gaines. Hi, this is Nancy Gaines, and welcome to The Nancy Gaines Show, where we provide actionable ideas for entrepreneurs to grow their business and be even more productive. The focus of today's podcast is all about the benefits of a tax coach, and I'm really excited to have a very special guest with me, Diane Gardner. Let me tell you about Diane. She's an expert tax coach, best-selling author, and award winner, who helps small business owners save money on taxes. She does this by maximizing your profit, by paying the least amount of tax allowed by law. This happens in a variety of ways that we'll discuss on the podcast along with her books. She lives in Idaho and is very involved with her family, community, and chamber of commerce. Welcome, Diane, and thanks for sharing part of your day. Is there anything you want to add to that introduction? Probably the best thing to add to that introduction, Nancy, is our um, cumulative tax savings are up to $817,000 now, and my goal is to make a million dollars by the end of the year in tax savings. Wow, that's a pretty that's aggressive that. goal. Yes, it is. I got a little ways to go. <laughs> well, a quarter of a million, that should be pretty easy once we get this podcast out and if people could actually report their findings to you. Wouldn't that be kind of cool? It would, yeah. And I do track everything on a spreadsheet, so that we can really have numbers behind what we say that we can do. Awesome. Well, I'll have to ask you about that a little later into the podcast because I definitely want to know how you track that. So tax coach is kind of a new term to me, maybe some of our listeners. What is that exactly, and how is that different from tax preparer, tax accountant, enrolled agent? All those wonderful terms that people hear, but they've really never heard of a tax coach before. Well, a tax coach is going to be similar to maybe a business coach, or some other coach in that, in that type of an arena where a tax coach will come along beside you. They'll help you lay out a plan of ways that you can implement tax strategies because most of us operate in the I don't know that I don't know world. And there's all kinds of perfectly legal IRS strategies out there that your average small business owner isn't even aware of. So when we pull those strategies into your business, and start helping you move deductions that used to be an after-tax deduction to a pre-tax deduction, legally and IRS approved, then the tax savings start happen. And then once that starts rolling, then I get to be a tax superhero, which is pretty cool. That is amazing. So how do you actually work with people? Well, what I love to do is I love to have them send me their last two years' tax returns, personal and business, From there, I take a few minutes and sit down and look at them and see if I can come up with any mistakes or missed opportunities, which usually I can. And then from there, then we set up about a 30-minute phone call. We go through the phone or Skype, depending on what the person, you know, what likes. We go through the strategies that I found, and then depending on the dollar amount of savings, if we have substantial tax savings, then we move into the next phase, which would be actually putting together a customized tax plan for that person. And that's, that is actually a paid service. The first part is a free service. 
because I, I just love to get that information out there. I always try to make sure I get copies of my books in people's hands to get the light bulb to come on that they really can plan their way to a lower tax liability. Very cool. So what are, in your experience, what are maybe one to two of the most common overlooked mistakes people don't even know they're making? I'm going to say the very biggest mistake out there is failing to plan. They get so busy in running their business, getting that next campaign out there, getting that next product ready to go, that next service, whatever it is, that they don't even think about the fact that they can make a difference with planning. All of a sudden, it's the end of the year. They start gathering everything up. They drop it off at their accountant. Their tax return gets prepared, and they're off and running again not realizing that there's a huge gap in there where you have a chance, you have some time before the end of the year to make a difference. The next item that I see the most money being, being wasted is businesses or people that have outgrown their entity type in their business. Because a lot of people go into business and they really don't know what they're doing at the beginning, and so they do nothing, which makes them a sole proprietor. As that business starts growing and things start happening, they start making some money. Once that cycle starts rolling and they're making more and more and more money, they're potentially overpaying their taxes by thousands and thousands of dollars just because they didn't know they've outgrown their business entity. So we love to come in and try to help them fix that little problem too. That is awesome. So we're going to be posting this podcast toward the end of the year in Q4. What are some of the year-end moves business owners can do right now so they don't miss their opportunity? Well, right now we want to take a look at their mileage or their auto deduction. Are they maximizing all those miles? Do they have a written mileage log? Uh, IRS says we need to have a written mileage log or they will disallow that as a deduction on your tax return. So we're making sure our clients have got those mileage logs all filled out so that they don't miss that. Or if they're taking the actual cost method that they've got all the receipts in addition to their written mileage log, we're looking at maximizing potentially home office deductions because that's another thing. We have so many people working from home anymore that they're not always aware that they can write off a portion of their home for their business. We're looking at that meals and entertainment deduction, another one that gets missed all the time just because they're not aware that they can write off things. And then we're looking at maybe hiring some family to work in your business and be able to potentially write off things like soccer camp or basketball camp or cheerleading camp through your business by hiring your kids to work in your business, or maybe it's your elderly parents, having them help in your business because you're already supplementing their income, but by having them work in your business, we can potentially make that a write-off for you and not just money that you have to spend. So there's a lot of these strategies that we do over and above the big things like retirement planning and some of that type of stuff that can make a huge impact on somebody's tax return next April. Those are really, really good ideas. So I know I'm kind of a manual person at my age. I like to write stuff down when I get in the car to record my mileage. Do you have a special app that you like for the younger people? Most of them are using Mile IQ, and I get a lot of them sending me reports at the end of the year. Here's my mileage. Uh, some of the rest of us carry little calendars in our cars or those types of things that we can actually track those miles. Yeah, that's what I found works for me. Otherwise, I forget. And I know people are probably leaving money on the table because they're not tracking as well as they should, right? Thousands of dollars. Thousands. 
I see it all the time because they just they didn't even think they got so busy that they didn't stop to write it down. So I'll send them back to look at their calendar, their daytime, or their outlook, or whatever they're using, and recreate those various trips that you took, those trips to go see a client or attend a conference or meet with another business associate, all those things, go back and recreate those and get them into a mileage log so that you have them before the end of the year. That is great. Do you ever get any pushback from people or do you say, do you know you could be saving thousands by doing this? You know, versus it takes a little bit of time to go back, mm -hmm. right? I get pushback from them until they see how much how much it actually costs them to not do the mileage log. <laughs> and so when I tell them that you potentially spent an extra $3,000 in tax because you, you didn't do a mileage log, that usually will motivate them, or maybe that number is five or six or 7000 depending you know what type of business they have. That will usually motivate them for the next year to actually keep a mileage log. That is a good idea. Let me ask you, I know you've got a lot of books, but tell us about Why Didn't My CPA Tell Me That? Well, that's a great title. Isn't that an awesome title? Yeah. That is a co-authored book that I participated in, one of my first little dipping your toe into the arena of becoming an author because I wasn't sure I could do that all on my own, so I jumped into a co-authored book. And that book is filled with, with tax-saving strategies just like the ones we've been talking about that is made up of other certified tax coaches just like myself. I believe there's about 15 of us in that book, each contributing a, a, a strategy and a chapter. That's cool. What, did you share anything different than we haven't already talked about today that you can think of? One of the things that is in that book that we haven't talked about, it's also in my uh, 10 Most Expensive Tax Mistakes That Cost You Thousands book, is being able to write off all of your medical expenses through your business. That's a cool one when we can make it work. And the whole premise behind that one is offering what's called a Section 105 or a medical expense reimbursement plan where if you are operating as a sole proprietorship and you happen to have a spouse who can work in your business, you have the ability to pay that spouse by giving them reimbursement of your medical expenses. And if you don't have any other employees, it's really cool to be able to reimburse 100% of those medical expenses, which then covers all your deductibles, it covers your monthly health insurance premium, it covers any co-pays, prescriptions, all that kind of stuff can conceivably be written off through your business instead of lost on your tax return because most of us aren't able to claim it all through your itemized deductions. The ceiling is high enough now that we just we lose most of that deduction. So it's a great way when we can make that strategy work to be able to make that work for somebody. Yeah, that is really, really cool. So let's talk about, oh, do you have another book in you? Do you think another one's coming out? <laughs> I am working on some niche versions of one of my books. So I have my 10 most expensive tax mistakes that cost you thousands. We currently have a contractor's version out, and we have a real estate professional's version. I am in the process of working on one for physicians, one for dentists, and one for insurance agents. Oh, very cool. So trying to speak to various markets directly to them using their language, their lingo, their examples, some of that kind of stuff, instead of one that's a little more generic. And so far, my, my niche versions are working really well because people really like it when you hand them one that's for their industry. And do they order those on Amazon or through your website? That one they, they can pick up for free through my website. 
And do you want to just give that out since we're talking about it? Oh, sure. It's www.taxcoachforyou.com, and that's using the number four. And they can pick up a free copy of the 10 Most Expensive Tax Mistakes That Cost You Thousands book um, all the time. We give that one away. We also have my other one, which is Stop Overpaying Your Taxes, 11 Way Entrepreneurs Overpay and How to Stop It Now. That book is cool because it's case studies from my real clients actual conversations that I've had with people over the years and answering their questions on ways that they can set their businesses up to save more money. Very cool. So that's tax coach number four, you, correct? Correct. Uh Uh-huh. Very cool. So I'm looking at the next question I wrote down, and you and I were going to talk several months back, and what I had is you saved your clients over $700,000 to date, and now it's already up to, what did you say, 810? Right. 17. Tell us how you track that. Well, I'm really um, old-fashioned in that I just use a plain old Excel spreadsheet, and I list every person that I've talked with and worked with and what our estimate's going to be like for this next year. And when tax season actually comes around, we actually do the tax return, that, that estimate number gets moved to a column that's a real number, And then I just start tracking it by year, and that is my cumulative total for like the last probably about four years now. So we've got a few tax plans in the works that by the end of the year, I'm hoping we will hit the one million mark. That's pretty cool. So you need another hundred thousand roughly in November and then in December, right? Right, right. Yes, that's totally doable. It is. So Mm -hmm. can our listeners jump on the bandwagon? How can they get in on that? The best thing they could do is reach out to me through my website, and then we will send them a secure link, and they can send in copies of those last two years' tax returns. We'll take a quick look at them, and then set up a time to go ahead and and meet with them, either phone or Skype, and then go ahead and, and move from there, depending on how much tax savings I can find for them. That is a really generous offer, and as a business coach, I have to say that is a great business model. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm a big believer in giving first. Absolutely. But what a great way, give first, and hopefully people continue to work with you, so it's a win-win all around. That's a really, really good thing. I don't know anyone else who's doing that. Well, that makes me feel good, because then I'm, going, I'm doing something different than what everybody else is doing, because you yeah. don't want to get lost in the crowd. You want to stand out from that crowd. Yeah, for sure. So let me ask my standard fun question. If you had one more hour in your day, Diane, what would you do with it? Spend some time, more time with my husband. Oh, that's a good answer. Yeah. We, our schedules don't match up very well, so we only see each other for about an hour a day. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So I would definitely um, spend a little bit more time with him. That's cool. Maybe you can get them into your business, and then you can get a tax write-off and spend time together. Right, except that he just shudders at the idea of anything accounting or tax-related. <laughs> so what I just need, I need to get myself set to the point where I can leave the business a little bit earlier in the day and then have a little bit of time with him. Yeah, absolutely. That's one thing that I teach is all about systems. I try mm-hmm. to gain people back one hour of their day minimum by systemizing things so they don't have to work on their business unless they want to. So very, very cool. So we talked about your book. We talked about how you save people money. Is there anything else that you want to add that we didn't think to cover? I would say that fall is what we call tax planning season. 
because this is where the clock is ticking. And once December 31st hits, there's really nothing we can do about 2016. It's done, and the outcome basically is whatever it is, with the exception if you've already got your retirement plan set up, yeah, you might be able to make a quick contribution. Uh, but that's about it once the clock is actually stopped for December 31st. So it's a wonderful time of year to jump in and make a difference or what we call write the future instead of just recording the history and change your future for the tax outcome for the 2016 tax year. That's really, really good advice. And I don't think people realize that, that once you know New Year's Eve hits, it's over. There's very mm-hmm. few things you can do. And, and you can't backdate receipts. You can't uh, predate receipts. It's like... It's in the ground, right? It Stays is, in the ground. pretty much. Yeah, and then we start working on next year. Absolutely. But, yeah. And now with our election coming up, who knows what could change, right? Yeah, I know. It's pretty scary. I'm always telling people, let's hurry, let's get this done, let's get it wrapped up, because we know what the outcome is for this year and potentially maybe for next year. After that, who knows? That's anybody's guess. Right, for sure. Well, Diane, thank you so much for taking time to be on the show today. I learned some new stuff. It was really fun. You gave so much value to the listeners. Listeners, I just put a new report out on my website, the five systems you must have in your business for boosting your success. You can go to nancygaines.com slash systems. And if you loved our show, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. Until next time, go out and gain the advantage. You've been listening to The Nancy Gaines Show, where you can gain the advantage. To schedule a VIP strategy day or speed consulting session with Nancy, connect with her on her website, nancygaines.com. That's nancy, G-A-I-N-E-S.com. On Twitter, Nancy L. Gaines. And on LinkedIn, Nancy Gaines. Be sure to check back on Nancy's website for new episodes. Until next time, you've been listening to The Nancy Gaines Show. Go out and gain the advantage.